Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things Tyshawn Jones. My name is Rick Beta, and I'm back on a Wednesday again. That's right, you know, life got in the way again. Yeah, you know, I was in a sun out of soccer tournament last week that was two hours away, and that's all I have to say. And I'll and I'll and I'll say this: we did not win. I'm not going to say they didn't win. We didn't win. Didn't even advance, got eliminated on Saturday. But anyway, I'm going to leave it at that, but I'm back today. So appreciate you tuning in. You can follow along on social media, at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. And always, 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 24-7. You know you can just email as well. Do, do people still email? Should I just not say email anymore? I mean, I still get email. I use email for work. Podcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. So right, all right, all right. Starting things off with Hardy's Productions. That's right. They got a whole production house, whole production suite now. And their presentation of Tyshawn Jones's The General. I talked a little bit about this last week. And honestly, I didn't know if I had the brain power to talk about this video. You know, I got, I know I got super excited. Got, everyone got, I just went, everyone went nuts. And I'm like, am I still going to feel that way a week later when I, you know, for this episode and, and talk about it. Yeah, actually, I still am. I watched it like, what, three or four more times, just taking notes and watching it, looking for things, getting the vibe. I mean, Tyshawn Jones, the general, is straight up legit. And it was, you know, as I mentioned again, I mean, out, now it's what, November 2nd, as of this recording, we are like way deep in the SOTI season, the SOTI race, right? And I know I pointed that out as well. But this one, it's it's different. Oh, I loved how they opened it all up with the slam, though. You know the, you know TJ got he got straight up snipered. Whoosh! Video game geeks would be like, oh, that's a Modern Warfare uh, uh, audio clip. I mean, is it? I don't know. I don't. It's not Halo. I definitely know it's not a Halo clip or audio clip. But he do got snipered, you know. And I and I loved how they incorporated the title as well. You know, we all saw that. But the slam, though, it it tells you all you need to know about how he skates, right? Because that was obviously setting up for, you know, that switch ollie over the bench, which I'll talk more about in a little bit. But he was all in for that one, gunning for the make. Then, you know, much like we all experience, you know, on the regular, we got humbled by the simplest things in skateboarding. He wipes out. Boom. That was like a two butt cheek bounce too, right? And that was not one butt cheek. That was two. I was like, ouch, man. There's a reason why, you know, the final product is not of him in a white t-shirt. That was just, I mean, I'd be curious to see the, you know, the rough cut or B cut of how many attempts it took, but that, that one took him out, you know? But then again, that, that slam though, if you think about it, it kind of allows us to sort of relate to Tyshawn in my fingers, just a little tiny, teeny, eensy, bincy way. See, we aren't too different either. We're not, we're, he and I, we're not, you know, we're alike, man. Sure. You've got insane pop and, uh. You know, you and I are like sort of, actually not really. What am I talking about? You're too good. You make it look effortless. Not me. Not these days. This is a struggle for me. So scratch that take. Bad take. Bad, bad, bad take. I mean, Tyshawn, he's one of a kind. We know this. We know this. But we don't get to see him too often. That's why when we do and we see some footage like this, we go like, what? Oh, my gosh. 
Did you see that? Grandma's reaching out. Oh my God, Taisha, the general. Oh my gosh. And then they start off with that music, and you know, as they begin the show, they got you know footage of Tyshawn, of course, running with his board, but they didn't show where. He just kind of running with his board. Oh right, yeah, hey. But you knew it was on. DMX started chirping. You know, and then of course, Tyshawn seen chilling on a couch. You know, because we know he's a model. Yeah, he had to point that out. He's like looking fly in this on this couch, looking fly, rocking his signature shoes, matching. Was he, did he go sockless? I think he went sockless, right? I can't pull that off. Sockless in a suit? No. He can. No, he's a model. I guess he can. But it was the, at that very moment, I knew things were going to get heavy and fast. And it was right when Tyshawn looked away, you know, from his deadpan. He just, he kind of looked like, I don't know, maybe it felt it, it was almost, kind of, I took it per, personally. He like he he felt I think he felt like he's he was disgusted with me. He's like, How dare you, Rick? How dare you exist in the skateboarding world? I'm better than you. Don't even don't even at me. I'm just better than you. You know it. You know it. Look and look at the way I look on this couch. Better recognize game recognize game, right? I haven't been on billboards. But I just felt that you just look at me. I'm just disgusted with you. All of you. And DMX was screaming too, right? If only we could get inside his head at that moment. <laughs> oh, that wasn't in the in the Thrasher interview. They didn't mention that. However, much like I mentioned last week, I think it was at this point is when he was just letting DMX doing all the talking. He was letting DMX speak for him. There were hidden clues in that song. He doesn't have time to waste on you or me. Move out of the way. Because I'm going to run you over. How about you just, in fact, how about you just kind of run over anyway? Run, run away. Run away. To prove my point. But in my head, though, I was like, you know, I was thinking it. It was only minutes in, seconds in. I'm like, you better not, you better not hurt Jimmy. Or Louie, for that matter. But mainly Jimmy. Do not hurt Jimmy. You leave them alone, damn it. They have nothing to do with you and what you are thinking. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. And that's what I was thinking. And at the end, I was like, how dare you? Really? It's crazy how my point of view changes in what? How long was that video? Like four minutes and change. But then, you know, of course, we got to see Tyshawn's name on the screen. You know, I, I, is it money font? I don't know. Is that really a thing? It just it looked like... The type of font that's on a, on a dollar bill or a hundred dollar bill. Yeah, what am I talking? Hundred dollar bill, sorry. Not a dollar bill, but is that even a thing? Is money font? Because that's what I was thinking about when I saw them all. Dude, Tyshawn making that money. But that's when things started to get real for Team Tyshawn. You know, he started hitting us over the head with hammer after hammer after hammer. It's like a Halloween massacre. So he started things off with that varial heel over the handrail and just had to show off his skills with, you know, a switch one over the, you know, that street gap as well. You know, he's like, yeah, I got him this way and I got him switch, you know, just because, you know, because he can, that is. I had to do a pause rewind moment about 59 seconds in for that nollie flip, you know, over the rail into that bank. Look at how high he is up in the air. He's got so much room for that board to, like, float up 
and flip. It's ridiculous. And he caught that thing about, what, at least a foot above the rail. Like, how is that even possible? Moments later, we've seen you know, cruising down the street, doing a line that none of us would think of doing at that spot. So he nolly flipped into the sidewalk, tray flip, buttery tray flip, into that huge bump to bar to basically drop of death. Minute nine seconds in. He had so much clearance on that. It was, and there was a still photo, right, in Thrasher too. It was like, I just, I just stared at it. Like to get that rotation down, like how many take, how many attempts did that take? Because that's not that's not an easy rotation. Because you got to pop, fly, you're spinning, you got to time that. But you don't want to go 360. He just that was so smooth. But that was right around the time that I started to, I couldn't control it. I started to smile, laugh out loud. Something came over me, you know. I wonder what it was like to feel that that 180 over the rail, though, you know? But he must have enjoyed that flight. But that's it, it started to happen. I was just smiling. Think about it, though. How many of you listening right now would even try just an ollie over that bar? Just an ollie. Exactly. Looking around the room, no hands are up. And I have to agree with what it says on a shirt, though. Yeah, not for me. Not for me. Your shirt says it all, man. <laughs> but you do you, TJ. You do you. I also laughed out loud for that switch front big flip. Minute 23, that location, the landing, that is not smooth. Freaking ridiculous. Like, you try that, man. <laughs> Let me see you do that. That's such a hard a trick to get up and over something like that. But not for the king of the pop, though. Not for the king of pop. Nope. However, moments later, it was nice to see another kind of flash or blip in the moment of time. Were we able to like relate to him? Just to, to, to bond with him on his skills? You know, it's for that manual at the China Banks. That's right. If you haven't seen it yet, you get to witness Taishan busting out a manual at the ill-fated China Banks location. It's a manual. He left that in there. And I'm not going to say anything about whether or not his heel might have dragged or not. I'm not the one to bring that up. I'm not going to go back and rewind that. I'm not going to pause it and do slow-mo. Moving along now. He then proceeded to bust out one of the best nolly backside flips I've ever seen. I paused it at 2 minutes 23 seconds. Just I just took it all in. That was amazing. Popped so high. Cleared it like nothing. Damn, that was beautiful. Like, chef's kiss. That's one of those tricks that I'll never know what it feels like to... I don't... I, I've never even come close to landing those on flat. Like, it just... I can't get that flick right. I can get the rotation on a good day. Flick, nope. Board just does like uh, like I'm doing a shove it. Nope. Not going to happen. And how about that switch back heel? 235. Glad we got to see two angles. That was beast mode right there. And that, of course, resulted in more laughing. Another pause rewind moment. That nollie front heel over the handrail at 320, right? Just barely making it past that post. And how high is that? That angle makes it look like it's like six feet high. And look at where he lands, too. And especially what he lands on. Like right in the crack, right? There was like some grate or something on the, on the ground. That could have been a disaster. 
His trucks are super tight too, so they, he looks like he kind of rides medium, you know, as far as his firm and tightness. I mean, good thing he had a spotter as well. I mean, dude was coming in hot for that one. I can't even do one of those over my, uh, I got one of those blunt steel rails. I can't even do that. It's insane. I love the reaction too. I bet the neighbors were complaining about some lady screaming after one. We got ladies screaming in the street. And I love how the, the look on Taishan's face at first. You know, he, he was kind of looked over like, uh, uh, sh sh should I, like, kind of like Tommy Boy. Like, that, that was awesome. He was like, should I celebrate? Should I? Ah, screw it. Ah, girl screams. Ah! Hands are just getting shaken. It's right in the middle of traffic. <laughs> but I love how he had to get like some confirmation at first. Like, oh, I just landed that. Uh, do we celebrate? Oh, yeah. These boys are celebrating. They're screaming. Ah, why not? Who cares if we get hit by a car? And then he busted out like the backside nose blunt slide heard around the world. It was that one at Pier 7. Lots of pop. The one where he kind of he directed his own foot traffic. He's like, ah, move out of the way. Move, move. He's got a ludicrous going. Move. Yeah, that one. That was so good. He almost made that trick illegal after that make. And illegal in basically the sense that no one else will ever be able to like top that one. So they should just stop even trying it type illegal. Especially for that spot. Come on, man. That was butter. How cool would that one feel just gliding like that? Locked in. Backside nose one side on that. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, whatever, dude. But it's kind of hard to top that trick. But I feel he did it. He did for his ender. The switch ollie over the bench, okay? And so many things to take into consideration for this ollie, okay? For one, the speed. Dude was flying, right? And, you know, because he, did, he, didn't, he didn't get sniper this time around. But the extra few pushes, you know, for good measure... Because he was going downhill anyway. And, of course, the transition to switch, you know, because he switched over. All that. You think about it, that's practically a trick for most of us, just switching. <laughs> going that fast and then switching to your stance. Try that. Just go try to do it on flat and no ollie at all. Flying down like a blacktop, right? And just switch positions real quick. Go ahead. Try it. I'll wait. It's not easy. And then, of course, there's his pop, right? We all know about his pop. And look how crouched he gets before this one, too. Like, he really actually, he, he, those that was like good, a good, what, 90-degree angle on his knees there. Easily. And what's crazy, he really didn't need to get that low to pop as high as he did. He cleared at least a full other bench. Could have stacked two of those bad boys. And he probably wouldn't be able to ollie both two, but he could definitely get up to do a manual or something. Can you imagine them clearing like two of those bad boys though? I mean, he does them over. He does it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he might. He clears trash cans with no big deal. What's he do? He does like nollie front heels or something. I, I don't. Dude can do whatever, man. He he has he, at least he can get on top of two. But that was nuts, dude. And switch too. You know what I mean? And don't even come to me regarding the angle of the descent, okay? Who cares if he didn't, like, land exactly directly in line with his starting point? There were no tails being firecrackered on that bench. No tail taps. He cleared it completely. And it doesn't matter if he landed, you know, more to one side or not. 
The height alone makes up for any nonsense being tossed around like, well, he didn't clear the middle. Who cares? He did. Look at it. Look how high he was. Like, next topic, please. Move on now. And of course, clearly they didn't include the trick we were all patiently or impatiently waiting for from the, you know, December 2002 cover of the Bible. And I kind of had a feeling it wasn't going to be included in this, in this, um, in this edit. And the edit even said, to be continued. Okay, so now the big question is, when? When will the next footage drop? Will it be added to his now obvious 2022 Sodi push? But key thing is, oh, I got to point out, if you read his interview in that magazine, he states that he's not a fan of anyone specifically trying to go for Sodi. This is from page 177. Quote, so he was asked, are there any trends in skateboarding that bug you? And he says, the trends that bug me in skating, and this is an industry thing, I guess, this doesn't apply to general kids or people who skate. They're not involved in this. But I think when pros are trying to go for Sodi, they drop, say, 10 minutes of throwaway footage or just extra stuff they had laying around, and then three minutes, some great shit. But in my opinion, it's very much like the agenda being pushed is, I produced a bunch of content and skated the most, so I deserve it. And it goes on. I thought it, turn the page now, was about having the best product that year, not the most content. That's annoying to me because it seems like the new trend. I think a lot of skaters maybe will bite their tongue to this just because the skateboard industry is scary. So, but he said, I personally think everyone would prefer if you drop two minutes of great footage over 15 minutes of some mediocre footage with the last minute and 30 seconds of having bangers. So I kind of have to agree with that. I do, but it's just interesting. Like in that same, same answer, he's like, it just kind of annoys him on how it's an obvious Sodi push, but there's, but he's kind of doing that as well. I'm just assuming, right? Let me assume. I mean, he's definitely a quality versus quantity type of dude, which is why he won Sodi a few years ago. And which is why I feel that he's gunning for a win this year as well. I mean, we, 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 I get what he's saying and, what was part of my frustration last year is when I said, of course, I was like done talking about skaters. I'm done. I didn't want to talk about it all this year. I made it to what? August. I mean, October. So 10 months. I didn't like what it had become as well. But then again, even with the green with Tyshawn's take, we still have no idea how it's judged. Is it quantity? Is it quality? So we can all talk about this or that until we're blue in the face but for all we know, someone from, like, pizza could win Sodi out of the blue this year. It could happen, right? Because we don't know. We don't know what the criteria is. We've been saying this for years. Many other skate podcasts say the same thing. We don't know. No one knows. There's not some you know, insider. Oh, man. Dude. We got, like, you kind of like in ESPN, they have all these, you know, or sports writers, they have all these insiders. We don't know. So we will see. But I am kind of pissed what he has done to my man Jimmy, though. However, I'm sure like I'm sure Jimmy can bounce back and win this thing next year, you know, assuming that you know, assuming that Tyshawn will be much busier with his new endeavor endeavors. But the skaters are already stacking up for next year. You know, it's like get in line. No cutting. Hey, no cutting. Because Mark Suchu has been stacking clips, you know. You know he wants to try and like shove it in TJ's face and try to go for another uh Sodi trophy. You know, Nigel's been stacking the clips as well before his injury. 
And didn't he have a documentary that was going to be uh, dropping supposedly this year? I mean, it looks like he maybe and his team, you know, might put that on hold until next year, unless we're going to get some, you know, like Christmas drop or something around there. I don't know. I think once he got injured, he kind of put everything on hold because he wants to try and go for his moment too. Although I do want to shift to more thoughts on this interview, but I want to circle back to one last thing though. Whatever the hell he was attempting before we saw the title card to be continued. What the hell is he trying there? Pause it at four minutes, 19 seconds. Let's go together right now. I mean, we see that his, he kicks the board out, which means he might be leaning back doing something. Is it, is it a manual? What else would he be doing up there? TJ, are you okay? What are you doing up there? It's almost like you should have like one of his homies like extend out his hand and say, hey, hey, buddy, grab, grab the hand. Come on down. Come on down from there, TJ. Was he doing some sort of manual up there? That's all I can think of because that's all it looked like to me. And, of course, what will probably happen is that trick will come out and it will just like blow our minds, right? Just another one of those like non-spot like hammers. We're like, what? I drove by that all the time, or I walked by that all the time. My dog, I picked up dog poop right there. And Tyshawn did a trick right there. And what's left of that structure? I really hope we see a clip from there. I mean, is it the same on the other side? So maybe he, he got maybe a couple attempt a couple pushes and then he ollies over to manual? But what why we do manual? It looked clearly like he was riding on his wheels. He got frustrated because he came to the edge and just flicked the board out. I mean, how much speed did he get? Was he towed in? But he was tiptoeing like right up to the edge. So that means he, you know, right as he flung the board off. So it definitely has some speed on his side. Or, I have to say this, I hate to say this, or some stage thing just to hype up his next video. It could happen. Don't yell at me. Who knows? They had the reaction like, Oh, someone had their hands on the face. Like, oh my God. Oh, because think about what actually happened though. The board, what hit the pole or whatever those meters. And then what? It either went into traffic and got like broken, got snapped. Or it just bounced back and everyone's like, oh my God. Oh, so it's very interesting that they left it on this. Like to be continued. Like, what happened? I didn't see it hit anyone. Maybe he's trying to caveman manual. Or, or as the Skatos podcast always jokes about, an Ollie manual. Yeah, that's it. It's an Ollie manual. Tyshawn, see, oh, can you imagine that? He's going for soda. He's gunning. Although he's not trying. Trying, trying that hard. He's putting up quality clips. Not so, no, no filler. Can't be a hypocrite. And he does it's like an Ollie manual. And he's like, what? I did one to buy China Banks. So don't, what? You got a problem, dude? So anyway, I just had to point that out. What was that trick? What was he doing? What What were they all scared? Like, what? I need some closure. Even I'm excited. Don't get me wrong. I'm really excited to see that kickflip. But now I need to see what the hell he was trying to do there. What? what? Holly Manual. Caveman Manual. He was, yeah, that's the thing. He was running on the, the fence. There's like a pointy fence. All, they're going to have like a cool angle of it. He does a Caveman Manual. And he just kind of spun out, like, oh, I got to kick the board out. Anyway, but if anyone has any, like, insider info on that, let me know. What was he trying there? Did someone get some secret footage? Tyshawn, what were you doing there? 
Anyway, so now shifting to the interview, okay? And if you haven't read it yet, I highly recommend you do so. And if you don't subscribe to the mag, I highly recommend it as well. It's insanely cheap. You get a t-shirt. You know, it's a win-win. Sign up yesterday. It's better than buying on a newsstand. They'd gouge those prices for you. Just subscribe. It's going to come in your mailbox. This is not an ad. Plus, you get quality interviews like the one that was done for our hero, our general, not lieutenant general, not major general, the general. Get it right, okay? Rank correctly. But first off, this interview made me even more of a fan than than I was, you know, because he's always been kind of like a kind of secretive dude, not really, I mean, just from what I know. I know there's probably interviews out there that I may have not, I haven't read I didn't really know much about his backstory, you know, other, and, and of course his mindset going into this one. Some key takeaways that I, I took. I love how they mentioned, you know, Mamba-like mentality. Very true. I agree. Some very some similarities there. I love how he broke the news that he started, is starting, is in the process of starting his board brand. Yeah. I mean, is it Hardy's Wood? I, I can't remember when I mentioned it, but I'm like, I don't see him doing a board brand. I honestly didn't. I'm like, he's got so many plates spinning, no pun intended, that I'm like, why would he want to do a board brand? But then I, after he announced I'm like, why wouldn't he? He's got this huge following. He's got his name. He's big. He's big in the game. He's, you know, he's, he's modeling. He's got so many things going on. Why not? I think he said, what did he say? He had like six or seven jobs now. But that was good to hear. I just I didn't expect it. Honestly, I did not. I know they left FA, not Kel as well. I just like, nah, they're not gonna do a poor brand. They're gonna focus on their underwear, the restaurants. So I'm excited to see that. Can't wait to see what the name is. I tried to do some searches, like, because you know, you apply for business, you know, licenses and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find out the name of it. I wasn't able to find anything online. So who knows? It might st- they might just be Hardy's, you know? They might stick with Hardy's and keep it all in the Hardy's production, Hardy's hardware. You know, they got the, the, the wood, the boards. Another interesting fact from him, he doesn't watch skate videos. Doesn't watch skate videos. Of course he doesn't, right? This man's got things to do. He doesn't have time for skate videos. The hell are you talking about? He has time to make them, doesn't have time to watch them. But you think about it, doesn't that sound kind of refreshing? You know, don't get me wrong. I love doing this podcast, right? It's like the highlight of my week. When I don't get to do it, I'm like, oh, I just feel like I'm missing something because I love skateboarding so much. But can you imagine if we didn't have, like, if I didn't watch skate videos? I just came on here like, yeah, so um, I don't know, man. I kind of heard through Thrasher, Free Skate Mag, Slam Skate. I just, I just read magazines. I don't want, I don't, actually, I don't even watch skateboarding at all. I just go do it. That'd be weird. It just it wouldn't work for me. But think about it. Can you imagine not watching any skate videos at all? Sounds really refreshing. Like, ugh. can you imagine that? I don't have to watch any skate videos to talk in this podcast. Like, Rick, dude, have you finally seen this? Nope. I don't watch them, man. I don't. I don't have a TV. I got rid of it. I'm just trying to be like Tyshawn. Oh, I love how he's a fan of uh, Rob Deerdeck, and it's like, ah, oh, makes sense. He's got that entrepreneurial like mindset, and a lot of people, you know, hate on Rob, hate on him for his success and whatnot. But he's left cookie crumbs all along the way. He's left signs all along the way. You knew he was destined for what he's done now, 
and what he's doing. He's just always that's what he's been. He's always just had that mindset, and we've got to see that actually too. If you watch the Robin Big Show, and even the uh, Fantasy Factory over the years, you know, he was doing all this, you know, mind, you know, mindfulness and hypnosis and um, sacred geometry. You know, he was he was all about just success, and he got it. Look where he's at now. So it's cool that Tyshawn, you know, I mentioned game recognized game real. Tyshawn gets at us too. He's like, man, I, I respect that guy, especially for what he did for MTV. I mean, there's just Rob, can I have some of that MTV money? I mean, I, that that alone, damn. Talk about timing, perfect timing for him. He owns the rights. I mean, he just he made so much money off that deal. Oh, one last thing too about the interviews. I'm not surprised at all, but they're all, they ask him, "What about curb skating? You got slappies?" He's all, "I could slap you 50-50 and 5-0 and little shit, but no, I like skating random obstacles on the street, not curbs personally." Ouch, man. You could have at least said, man, at least I, I respect the curb game, though, for like skaters like Rick Beta, who are kind of on the later stage of their time of skateboarding and don't have the pop that I do or the muscles or the time and can only skate curbs on occasion. But it's all good, man. You're still young. But I, I, I'm predicting it now. Oh, man, light bulb moment. And let's see what he's in his he's in his early in like 20 years, Tyshawn's going to be like, slappies for life, yo. He's going to be slapping in front of his house. He's gonna, It'll happen. This is going to be in 20 years, you guys. We'll all be patient, right? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to be in my 60s when that happens. But I'll, I'll be. I'll come on this, this podcast and say, dude, Tyshawn, way to go, man. you finally seen the light. Yeah, those legs don't work as good as you, you when you're younger, right? You know what I mean? Slappies. <laughs> yeah, Finally. I pro- by then, hopefully, I'll have learned crooked grinds. Yeah, slappy crooks. Let's hope, dude. You know, no pressure. I mean, Drew Domkus, he learned them at 50. So I have some hope. I got, you know, got 20 years, right? But I can see it now. I'm calling it now. Tyshawn's going to become a curb skater. Yeah. You know, in his copious amount of time, and he's got his 20 businesses and his enterprise. He's all, in my free time, between all my 30 businesses, I, I do some slappies. Yeah, that's what I like to do. My name is Tyshawn Jones. You better know my name. Better recognize. But that's all I've got for this week. You know, I had to come on and talk about the general. I had to come on and talk about the interview. And I had to come on and talk about the fact that, for one, we didn't see the kickflip, which is huge. And is he going to release that clip, that footage, this year? You know, and if he does, it's... Is it a lock? I don't see how you can't say it isn't. It's it's a lock, right? I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. Looking at my watch, it is November 2nd. The next four weeks are going to be amazing. So stay tuned. I got some also some fun stuff coming up in the next couple months. So just, just stay subscribed, y'all. And this is going to be a fun journey to see who wins. And I can't believe I'm saying this. The skater of the year this year because it's 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 gotten interesting. I I didn't I didn't want to talk about it, but it's gotten interesting. I would have I had to have I had to bring it up. I'll see you guys next week.